Blog Talk Radio.
I am Jehovah, the mighty God. Well, good evening, and welcome to Miracle Internet Church. Amen? I'm Pastor Sabrina, and we are all happy to be here together in the name of the Lord. Amen? Our God is a good God. Our God is a good God. He loves us. He works with us. He delivers us. He heals us. He sets us free. He provides for all of our needs. And if you are wondering if Jesus Christ is the true and living God, we can answer that for you. We have lives and testimonies that prove that he is Lord of all. Amen? Amen. So we want to thank you for joining us. We want to thank the Lord Jesus Christ for coming to earth, for dying for our our sins, for setting us free, for healing us, and making us whole, and reuniting us with our Heavenly Father. We want to thank him for that. Amen? And we want to thank you for joining us. You know, the Bible says that wherever... Two or three of us are gathered together in his name that he is there in the midst. Amen? So we thank the Lord. Amen. God has been so good, and I do believe that uh, each of us could testify to that. And so since we know that, we'll just all agree that God is good, even if uh, we don't necessarily happen to like some of the things that are happening right now. He's still good. That doesn't change him at all. And it should not change our faith in him. We want to thank all of the new t- new listeners, our first-time listeners, for joining us. We are a Christian Protestant Internet church, and we meet on the Internet every Wednesday evening and every Friday evening at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time in the United States of America, and whatever time that is where you are. We also invite you to join us on Sundays. We broadcast live at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time in the United States, and whatever time that is where you are. We are an international ministry, and I believe... Um, Our scope covers every time zone that there is. So we want to thank everyone, whatever time you joined us, for being here. Those of you that are new, uh, you'll need to listen to us if you're trying to listen live through the telephone number. And that would be area code 319-527-6200. Area code 319-527-6235 and press 1. We invite you to join us in our chat room, and our chat room is located on our web page. Our web page is Miracle Internet 
internetchurch.com. Miracleinternetchurch.com. When the page comes up, whether you're on a computer, a tablet, or a cellular telephone, across the banner you'll see MIC Radio Chat. Click that link, and when the page changes, click Guest. When the page changes, type in your own name. Hit Enter. And then go to the bottom and say hello to everyone in the chat room, and everyone will greet you as well. If you're on a cell phone, be it an iPhone or Android device, you would uh, use it, use your browser. Go to MiracleInternetChurch.com. When the page comes up, across the banner, you'll see three white lines on a black background. Click the three white lines because that's your link. And it will open up all the other links to you, and you would follow those same instructions. Amen? Thank you for joining us. We are so happy that everyone has found their way to the house of the Lord. You know, it's warm outside where we are, and it's good. We need change in our life. We need change from one season to another, and we need change as we continue to grow in Christ. It's important that we remember that growing in Christ is a process. It's not overnight. There are steps we have to take. There are decisions that we need to make. And the mindset that we had the day we became Christians will change as we move through life with the Lord. You know, it's much like in the natural realm. When you were a teenager, you had a certain mindset, and you used it to make your decisions. And it affected your emotions. Well, when you move from being a teenager to becoming a young adult, you have to change that mindset. You can no longer use the mind of a teenager you have to begin to think like an adult. You must become responsible. And the emotions and feelings that you used as a teenager and those reactions are now inappropriate as an adult. You must find new ways of expressing yourself, new ways of managing your life, new ways of reacting and responding. And unfortunately, some people are reluctant to let go of the teenage mindset, the teenage emotions, and the teenage responses to life. But change we must. In order to grow, change is essential. And so when we leave a phase of life, there are things we leave behind, things we carry with us, and new things that we acquire. Likewise, as we grow in Christ, There are things we leave behind, things we carry with us, and new things that we acquire. So when it's time to leave certain things behind so that you can grow and continue to move on with the Lord, don't be reluctant to do that. It's time. The time has come. 
And so when that time comes, you do the things that ought to be done because that is what is right. Amen? Amen. So we want to encourage you to remember this is a growth process. Amen? It's a growth process. And so you're going to be dropping off old feelings and old mindsets and old emotional reactions, and you're going to pick up new things, new ideas, new responses, because you're going to in the flesh and begin to walk in the spirit. Amen? Amen. I think we can all understand that. We can all relate. And the Lord will help us. Amen? The Holy Spirit is here to help us. That's wonderful. Amen, amen. So I'm happy that you're happy to grow. You see, the thing about growth is you've got to want to grow up. Amen? You have to want to grow up. You know, when you were little, there were things you wanted to do and things you didn't want to do, and you You let people know how you felt that way. But as you became older, some of the ways that you responded to to change and when people asked you to do something different, they became unacceptable. You couldn't throw a tantrum anymore. You had to stop. You had to change your behavior. You had to learn to obey. And it's that way in the spirit. Some of our old ways of responding to change have to go. And we have to pick up the ways of the Spirit of God. We have to learn to become obedient. We have to learn to focus on what is important. We have to learn not to allow the flesh life to dominate our lives. Amen? Amen. But you got to want to grow up. It's important. You have to want to grow up. We can encourage you. We can teach you. We can advise you. But you must want to grow up. You must want to develop in Christ. You must want to mature out of your own heart. Amen? It has to be a decision that you make. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. And we hope that everyone chooses to continue with that decision because we don't want to be babies forever. We do want to come into maturity in Jesus Christ, obedience that leads us to maturity. Amen? Amen. There are a lot of people who never make the journey. They get started, and then they decide it's too hard or they don't want to do it or whatever the case may be. But we are not of that mindset. We are those who want to go to completion. We want to become mature in Jesus Christ. We don't want to be weak. We want to be strong. We don't want to be foolish. We want to be wise. So we are going to make the journey together. Amen? 
and I'm certain that the Lord will help us every step of the way. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Heavenly Father, we come before you in the name of Jesus Christ, thanking you for the privilege and the opportunity to grow in Christ. We thank you for an opportunity to develop in the love of God. We thank you for an opportunity to walk in the Spirit. We thank you, Lord, that where we were in January is not where we are now. We have grown. We have endured onslaught of warfare coming against us, but we survived. We survived. We fought back. We won, and we survived. We, we stayed around to grow, to become what we had not become before. So we are thankful of where we have come to, and we're looking forward to where you will take us. We know that who we are now is not who we will be by the grace of God come six months from now. We will be stronger. We will be bolder. We'll be more humble. We'll walk in a greater degree of grace. We thank you that you love us and your love and mercy toward us makes us great. So we put away from ourselves all heaviness, We put away all despair and rejection and hopelessness. We put away all self-pity, all depression, all suicidal tendencies. We put those things away because they don't please you. They were things we leaned on before, before we experienced the love of God. Now that we are walking in Christ, we let go of those things and we walk in the spirit and in the newness of life with Jesus Christ. We want to thank you, Father, that this is a new day. We've become new people. Old things have passed away and all things have become new. We want to thank you for newness in the spirit of God. And we want to thank you for the armor of God. At one time, we didn't know there was armor. Now we do, and we wear it all the time. At one time, we didn't know that we could stand in the armor and defeat the enemy. But now we know. So now we can. So should we do? There was a time when we didn't know that your power would come surging through us as we lifted the shield of faith and used the sword of the Spirit. But now we know, and so now we do. And we continue on as you teach us how to defeat the enemy 
in our own lives. We thank you for the teaching. We thank you for the word of God. We thank you for your strength and your power and your might infusing us. We thank you for every gift and every blessing. We thank you for the blood of Jesus that washed our sins away. We thank you for the wall of fire that surrounds us with your glory in the midst. We thank you for the word of God. We thank you that we have a position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. We thank you for the warring linking angels that surround us, the praising angels, and your ministering spirits. But most of all, Father, we thank you for your presence, in our lives, in our midst, in our world. We are honored that you would retrieve us from the sin heat of life and transform us into the sons of God. We will forever be grateful that your mercy extended to us. We are forever grateful for the opportunity to learn of the love of God. We want to thank you, Lord. And Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position, seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man, all his evil angels, evil spirits, all demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, and we cancel all demonic assignments, and satanic agendas against the righteous. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, and we come out of agreement with Satan, with his agents, and with their powers. We close and seal all portals, all channels, all open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong men and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of our witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking, reporting, listening, watching, peeps, whisperers, familiar, electronic, digital, and technology demons and their attacks in Jesus' name. We bind all Leviathan spirits, Kundalini spirits, water and marine spirits, sex devils, unclean spirits, Passive devils, sorcery devils, all seducing, womanizing spirits, whoredom spirits, drone spirits, all the voices of the stranger, the charmer, and the seducer, and their attacks. We bind all hypnotic and trance devils in their attacks, all mystic rituals in their intents. We bind it all in the name of Jesus Christ, and it has no dominion, no power over us. We bind all pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation spirits, the artificial intelligence, smart dust spirits, the Havana syndrome, brain changes, injuries, all remote viewing, all sonic and audio weapons, 
all targeted radio frequencies, all electromagnetic attacks, smart technology attacks, techno-paganism, and mind control by the occult. We bind all pulse microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems, brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, and binding directed energy microwave weapons in Jesus' name. We want to thank you, Lord that you've given us power over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means harm us. We want to thank you, Lord. We bind all pulse weapons in their attack. We bind all microwave frequency weapons, microwave attacks, the work of every druid, debilitating sonic frequency attacks, 5G and components, EMF, EMP, everything coming off the Satellite, everything from the cell tower through every electronic and technological device, including our computers, our cell phones, smartphones, smart meters, all of that. We put it in your hands, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. We take authority, dominion, and power over any animals that come on our property that are actually agents of the devil in Jesus' name. We break their grip and hold over anything they've attempted to take authority over in the name of Jesus Christ. And the judgment that comes from the righteous judges against such, because it's an attack against the kingdom of God, we welcome in Jesus' holy name. We thank you and we give you praise for it, Father, in the name of Jesus. All dead birds and all other animals, that we find that have been left on our doorstep. We return it from whence it came and its intent and all the powers that were worked. We return it where it comes from, according to the covenant in the name of Jesus Christ. No weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper. We close every mouth of scorn and clamor in the name of Jesus Christ. And we send every attack back from whence it came in Jesus' name. We raise the shield of faith that quenches all the fiery darts of the wicked. Father, in witchcraft, they attempt to use the same animals that you used when you judged Pharaoh in Egypt. We send every attack back in the name of Jesus Christ. We send it back according to the very word of God in the name of Jesus. Satan doesn't have any true creativity, Lord. He just mimics your kingdom. So we blind all of his watchers in the name of Jesus Christ. And all of the edicts that they attempt to release, we return to them. And it shall remain with them and in them for all eternity in Jesus' name. We thank you and we give you praise. That we blind all of his agents, all of his watchers, all of his spying demons and agents. We blind them to us 
in the name of Jesus Christ. We blind them to each of us. We blind them to everything about our lives. We deafen them to our conversations. We erase from their memory bank any significant thing about ourselves other than we are sons of the living God. We are hid in Christ in God. Wherever our names are written, And wherever we are mentioned, we plead the merits of the shed blood of Jesus. The path that we have trod in this world and in this life is covered with the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, in the name of Jesus, we ask that you bring us all together in agreement and in unity with you. And with the intercession, Coming forth in your name. Ruka ba borokohoresi de la brisha de la brike lady. Isha da yosur la kita da brisha de la broca bababa rukotorobris. Eshe rukuholedia seta da brisha da. We bind our hypnotic trance devils in their attacks, all mystic rituals in their intent. We overturn and empty our cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers, the magicians, and we bind every order of ma- magic and mystic arts. We bind Buddhist black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European. North American, South American, indigenous groups, Asian groups, Australian, New Zealand, Arctic groups, Antarctic groups, tribal groups, island groups, European, Russian, Ki ba 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 ruka te di brisha te da brike di 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 se te da bro ba 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 
sala la dio sunde di brisha tara brike de didia de dio sutorobra chinese or japanese or taiwanese or korean arigisa de brisha tara bruko baba brisha rinde da bruko de dio sole de dio sutere brike la la dio sunde di brisha tara brike de dio sole de dio suha baruko torobri roko de brisha le de dio sutorobri we bind caribbean and latin american black and white magic wherever it exists in Jesus name ararora yata runda da brisa da brike de diola de dio sunde brisha da brike atarabro roka de brisha to brike we bind all more jellens attacks and we return every attack to the senders we bind the culture of corruption worldwide we bind all free flying devils all evil spirits which take animal forms all shape shifting spirits we bind each demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, and hyperactivity. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect, all satanic ritual abuse, devils, satanic worship, and witchcraft dedications. We bind all formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs. Trapping them into their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits, spirits of infirmity, supplanting the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts science, logic, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. We give you praise in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind mammon and his agents and all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, stop, expose, curse, stifle, pervert, confuse, distract, block, besmirch, hinder, monitor, track, defile, corrupt, assassinate, divide, confound, undermine, Attack, reproach, despise, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generations of fools, the spirit of the fool, and the fool's anger in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind. We return to sender according to the covenant, all in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, retaliation, all avenging. All blowbacks, all vengeance, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. We bind all war agendas of the enemy. We bind all war agendas of the enemy in Jesus' name. We pull the cover off the enemy's plan, and we expose him in the light of God. In Jesus' name. Everything must come uncovered in Jesus' name. Everything must come uncovered in the name of Jesus Christ. Everything, 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 every work, plan, plot, scheme of the enemy must come uncovered and exposed in Jesus' holy name. This includes every evil work, mark, rite, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us, astral projection, sending demons to us to work against us, and against all that pertains to us. 
We send those demons back now in Jesus' name. No demons, no wicked person or unrighteous event left behind in the name of Jesus. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, and the Great Reset. We bind make-believe, fantasy, and la-la land, false religions, numerology, horoscopes, the spirits and works of the oppressors, the spirit and the children of disobedience, martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebel, sin practices, lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. We bind you in the name of Jesus. We bind the king of pride and pull him down from his high place. We chain him with eternal chains under darkness in Jesus' name. We chain his entire kingdom in Jesus' name. We bind all human, demonic, blood, sexual, financial, animal, fecal, and soulish sacrifices in Jesus' name. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, nature worship, deception, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Molech, Basilek, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, Isis, Osiris, all gods and goddesses, Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet, and his 72 in Jesus' name. We undo the works of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins, and dog, cotton cold spots, promptings, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, designs, and we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We break the power of every Masonic ritual, rite, ceremony, and all their powers, all their wicked powers of idolatry in Jesus' holy name. And that includes all associated organizations in Jesus' name. And we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and its pagan sources. We bind every spirit that attends their rituals in Jesus' name. We bind the brotherhood, the lodge, the craft, the grips in Jesus' name. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the Laodiceans. We bind the pride and foolishness of our own opinions. We bind pride and the work of errors in our lives. We return and loose all of the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head, according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all. We loose ourselves from them. We cut ourselves free with the sword of the spirit from all fashion 
all fashions that are rooted in demonic activity. All fashions and trends. That are rooted in the occult. That are rooted in unrighteousness. That are embedded with demons. We cut ourselves free from these things. We bind the spirit of blindness to these things in the name of Jesus Christ. And we thank you, Lord, for opening our eyes that we might see according to truth in Jesus' name. We cut ourselves free from the spirit of the age in Jesus' name, and we bind that spirit in Jesus' holy name. We renounce and denounce them all in Jesus' name, and we loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassment, witchcraft, hexes, mind control back on their own heads in Jesus' name. We bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe. The Spirit of God says to the church, we repent of an evil heart of unbelief in accord with Calvary, and we ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we have come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we've come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem. We pray for kings, for all who are in authority and all true Christians everywhere, especially persecuted Christians wherever they may be, and those that are in Afghanistan in Jesus' name. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. We disconnect ourselves, Father, and we close the portals in all of our electronic and technological devices in Jesus' name. We disconnect ourselves from any spirit that followed us or has attached itself to us all week long in the name of Jesus. We bind these spirits and we command them to leave us now in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for releasing your angels to aid in that. Every uh, spirit that was sent to us or transferred to us, we bind it in the name of Jesus. You must leave now. Any ungodly thoughts, the thoughts that are not profitable, thoughts that we don't want, 
We circumcise ourselves from these. We execute 2 Corinthians 10 and 5. We bind them in the name of Jesus. We pull them down. And we bring them subject to Jesus Christ. We send them into the spiritual cage and to the feet of Jesus for judgment. We plead the blood of Jesus over all of our transportation in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we ask in the name of Jesus Christ that you release your grace to attend to our vehicles. We place our vehicles in your hands, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. We find traffic accidents, traffic tickets, Poor driving conditions Hazards on the road Hazards in the air Hazards at sea Wherever we may be We thank you Lord for your angelic assistance Through your angels We give you praise we give you glory. We give you honor. We forbid any spirit from harming our vehicles in Jesus' name. Any entity, any human, any agent of the devil, break it, break it, break it in the name of Jesus. Cover ourselves and our property with the blood of Jesus, all of our dreams, all of our thoughts. We break the power of any demon trying to get into our dreams, trying to pervert our thoughts in Jesus' name. For you have not given us, Father, a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. We pull out every fiery dart, pen, needle, spear, all voodoo. Curses, hexes sent to us in Jesus' name, and we send them back in the name of Jesus Christ. We cut ourselves free from ungodly silver cords, ley lines, soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, lodges, and all other forms of agreement with the demonic realm. We cover our financial transactions with the blood of Jesus Christ. We bind the infiltration of the enemy into our financial resources, the transport of our finances from one place to another. Break it, break it, break it in the name of Jesus. We cover all point of sale transactions 
with the blood of Jesus. Our personal information, our private information shall remain private in Jesus' holy name. We pull down all protections around Satanists, shamans, nanotechnology, wizards, warlocks, witches, sorcerers, divinators, soothsayers, and liars in the name of Jesus Christ. We break the power of every love spell, vex, hex, curse, all designs, fetishes, charms, sorcery, magic, voodoo, psychic thoughts, witchcraft, bewitchments, death spirits, sickness, pain, torment, psychic warfare, prayer chains, destruction, incense and candle burning, chanting, worldliness, ungodly blessings, crystals, root works, tribal rituals and sins. We bind it all in Jesus' name and we send it back. In the name of Jesus Christ, with the blood of Jesus, we erase all demonic markings inside us and outside of us. In the name of Jesus, demons attempting to move toward us, we paralyze you now. In the name of Jesus Christ, we bind you in Jesus' holy name. We break the power of the spirits of bondage in Jesus' name, and we declare ourselves to be free in the liberty wherewith Christ has set us free in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord. We give you praise, and we release, Lord, health and wholeness over the members of Miracle Outreach Ministries and over the body of Christ in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen, amen, and amen. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your goodness. Amen. So, saints, um, tonight our featured psalm is Psalm 56. Psalm 5, 6, and our verse for meditation comes from the book of Jude, verse 5. Our featured e-book is the transference of evil spirits. There are many of you that still have not read that book, and the link is in the chat room now. There are many of you that need to read this book because it impacts your everyday life. Amen? It impacts. Your everyday life. Amen? So you need to take the time to read, to learn, to know. It will make a difference. Amen? It will make a difference. Some of you are, um, how shall I say this? Failing or not recognizing that you need to begin warfare at the onset of the situation. At the onset of the situation. That doesn't mean hours later. It means at the onset, at the tip of the pinhead. Once it is begun, go for it. 
you have a prayer language, most of you, use it. Amen? Most of you have come to the place where you're now able to perceive evil in your immediate atmosphere, in your immediate surroundings, wherever you are. And once you become aware of that, you need to go to warfare. You need to rouse yourself and go to warfare. Don't wait until you figure it out and perceive it all and think you understand it all. No, get busy. Get on it. Amen? Because the enemy is counting on you to delay. He's counting on you to delay. It gives him a heads up. It gives him an opportunity to get a little bit ahead of you. Don't give him that. Amen? Don't give him that. Don't give him that time. Take advantage of every opportunity. Amen? Take advantage of every opportunity. And don't allow the enemy to get ahead of you. Be instant in season. Go into warfare. Well, I don't know exactly what. Well, raise the shield of faith. Use your prayer language. Bind the devil. You do know Matthew chapter 18, verses 18 and 19. You do know to bind the devil. You do know to bind the devil in Jesus' name. You've been taught that. And if you immediately begin to do that, the Lord will lead you further. If you ask for the Holy Spirit's assistance, whether you have a prayer language or not, you will receive it. Amen? You will receive it. Amen? You will receive it. But if you don't ask, if you don't ask, well, you don't have. You can't afford to shrug it off. Because then the attack gets stronger. You can't get so wrapped up in everything else that's going on that you forget that there's a spiritual realm and that there's a war going on. And there is no demilitarized zone. You're on a battlefield. You're on the war field all the time. Yes, all the time. And so you must remain alert. Praise the Lord. You must remain alert. Praise God. You need help in that area? Ask the Lord to help you. He will help you. He will help you to be alert. Amen? Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we take authority, dominion, and power over that electrical storm. We bind it in the name of Jesus, and we command it to leave that area now. We command... Father, send the angels to deal with the electrical storm in Jesus' name. Thank you.
Thank you, Lord. Father, we're still lifting up to you uh, the survivors of the flooding in Kentucky in Jesus' name. We want to thank you for the comfort and peace and assistance that they are receiving in your name. We lift up to you also, Brother Sam. And his health issues. We bind every infection in the name of Jesus Christ. We command every infection to come up and out of his body right now in Jesus' name. Go into the cage to the feet of Jesus for judgment. We wrap cell in his body with the blood stripes of Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus, I release your healing virtues into his body in Jesus' name. Father, if need be, change his medications in Jesus' name. Hey, hallelujah. Woo. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. All right. So tonight we're going to talk about everlasting success. Everlasting success. Amen? Amen. Everlasting success. So, let us begin. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise God. Praise the Lord. The supreme accomplishment of a person's life is spoken of as his or her crowning glory. That's the term we use. The supreme accomplishment of a person's life is spoken of or referred to as their crowning glory. A person's greatest achievement is what crowns them with honor and joy and gives them a feeling of worth, a glowing sense of fulfillment. Amen? Amen. Since this is true, and it is, then certainly God's crowning glory, his greatest achievement in time and eternity is the glorious salvation of his elect and his chosen people from their sins and the glorious inheritance and destiny that they have received of him. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 12. Ephesians. Chapter 1, verse 12. Amen. That we should be to the praise of his glory, who first 
trusted and in Christ, that we should be to the praise of his glory, who first trusted in Christ. Amen? Amen. Ephesians chapter 2, beginning with verse 3. Ephesians chapter 2, beginning with verse 3. Among whom also we all had our conversation or lifestyle in times past, in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind. We were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. See, we used to be what we no longer are. But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sin, hath quickened us, made us alive together with Christ. By grace ye are saved, and hath raised us up together, and made us to sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves it is, the gift of God, not of works, any man should boast, for we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained, we talked about that last time, that we should walk in them. Wherefore, remember that ye being in time past Gentiles in the flesh who were called uncircumcision by that which is called circumcision in the flesh made by hands, that at that time ye were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. But now, change, but now in Christ Jesus, you who were sometimes were far off are made nigh, you're made close by the blood of Christ. You were outside the kingdom of God before, but now you've been brought inside the kingdom of God by the blood of Jesus Christ. For he... Jesus Christ is our peace, who hath made both one and hath broken down, broken down, broken down. Let's not rebuild what he broke down. And hath broken down the middle wall of partition between us, having abolished in his flesh the enmity, the war 
even the law of commandments contained in ordinances, for to make in himself of twain one new man, so making peace, and that he might reconcile, bring us back together, both unto God in one body by the cross, having slain the enmity, the hostility thereby, and came and preached peace to you, which were afar off, and to them that were close. For through him, Jesus Christ, we both have access by one spirit, the Holy Spirit, unto the Father. Now, therefore, ye are no more strangers and foreigners. You're no longer outside the kingdom of God, but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God, and are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone, in whom, in Jesus Christ, all the building fitly framed together groweth unto an holy temple in the Lord, in whom, in Jesus Christ, ye also are builded together. Remember, we said God was building for an habitation of God through his spirit, through the Holy Spirit. Amen. Everything in God's creation is miraculous. God does miracles because he's a miracle-working God. From the unfolding of a flower blossom to the wondrous formation of life in the womb to the gathering and dispersing of the mightiest galaxies in the heavens. Everything that God does is miraculous. But the most outstanding and remarkable work the most miraculous divine act of all is the awe-inspiring transformation. We talked about this, the change, the transformation that comes to human beings who decide to believe the gospel of Jesus Christ and to receive his saving grace. The most outstanding, remarkable, and miraculous work of God, the most divine act of all, is the transformation that comes to human beings who decide and choose to believe the gospel of Jesus Christ and to receive his saving grace. Amen? Ephesians chapter 3, Ephesians chapter 3, beginning with verse 4. Ephesians chapter 3, beginning with verse 4. Whereby, when ye read, ye may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ, which in other ages was not made known unto the sons of men as it is now revealed unto his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit, 
that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs and of the same body and partakers of his promise in Christ by the gospel. The Gentiles, not just the Jewish people who decided to continue to follow Jesus and become born again. No, not just to that nation of people. No, not to them only, but to everyone else, to the Gentiles as well. The door is open to the Gentiles, those who are not born Jews. Amen? Amen. Verse 9, Ephesians chapter 3, verse 9. And to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery, which from the beginning of the world, remember we talked about that, from the beginning of the world has been hid in God, who created all things by Jesus Christ. This mystery of how God was bringing salvation to the world, to all people, and he would open it up to whomsoever would receive his son, Jesus Christ. That mystery was hid in God for a very long time. And although uh, the ancients attempted to look into it, they couldn't see it the way it is revealed now. Amen? To the intent that now unto the principalities and powers in heavenly places might be known by the church the manifold, the multifold wisdom of God, according to the eternal purpose which he purposed in Christ Jesus our Lord. You see, they couldn't understand the coming of Jesus Christ. It was foretold for a long time. Types and foreshadows came and came and kept coming, but they couldn't pull it all together the way we have it post-Calvary. Amen? In whom we have boldness and access with confidence, boldness and access, access to Almighty God with confidence by the faith of him. Amen? We have been at one point laid slaves to sin, and destined for eternal damnation. But in a moment of time, things changed. A change came. We entered into eternal success. We went from failure, complete failure, to eternal success. You see, there are people with carnal minds whose minds tell them that success happens in the world. But I say unto you that true success comes in the kingdom of God. There are people who think success means how their body looks. There's People who think success means academic achievement. There are people who think success means financial prowess. There are people who think success means political achievement and many, many other realms. But true, true success 
eternal success that follows you from this life to the life to come is found in the kingdom of God. So you should not measure your success by the things that happen solely in the earth realm, in the natural realm, in the carnal realm. Your success should be measured according to biblical, scriptural, righteous, and holy standards in the kingdom of God. Some, of, some people think that their success is in marrying and, and raising a family. Some people think their success comes from their reputation. But I say true success comes to you. Eternal success becomes yours when you step from darkness and into the kingdom of God's dear son. John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. We were once spiritual beggars. And we were controlled by carnal thoughts and carnal passions. And suddenly, by an act of our will, by a choice that we made, by a truth we received and embraced, we became born again, born from above, into a royal family of overcomers. We are a royal people unto God. We are a holy nation unto God. We are a peculiar and special people that we might show forth the praises of Almighty God. Amen? These new people who've been regenerated, who've been born again, were once thought of as losers and defeated. Suddenly, they have become more than conquerors through Jesus Christ our Lord. Through the love of God overflowing, being poured out in their hearts by God the Holy Spirit. Amen? Suddenly, a great change has come who were once bankrupt souls, who were spiritually poverty-stricken, suddenly are accepted into the family of God, the richest of the rich, designed to inherit all of the limitless treasures that are hid in Christ in God. For ye are dead, You're dead to that old life. You're dead to who you used to be. And your life is hid with Christ 
in God. Now live it that way. Now, having come to that realization, live your life that way. Amen? In Joseph's life, in the Old Testament, one day he was in prison. He was in the king's prison. He was a prisoner. And with one meeting with the king, he moved to the highest position in the land, second in command only to Pharaoh himself, ruler of a world power. And much the same has our change been. We were once the worst of sinners, but now we are the beloved of God, his chosen, his elect. This sudden and really quite drastic turn of events is quite, quite miraculous. And yet God is doing this For every born-again believer, every born-again believer, his mercies are new every morning. Great is his faithfulness toward us. The Gospel of John, chapter 19, verse 30. The Gospel of John, chapter 19, verse 30. And this is how it happened. This is the pivot place. It changed everything. John chapter 19, verse 30. Jesus Christ on the cross of Calvary being crucified. When Jesus, therefore, had received the vinegar, he said, it is finished. And he meant it. And he bowed his head and gave up the ghost. Changed. Everything changed forever and eternally at that moment. We were trapped and imprisoned in human flesh. And our souls were once in spiritual darkness and abject ignorance. We were like the unclean beasts of the Bible. And all our hearts were filled with was evil passions and carnal desires. We were corrupted with the sin nature. But a wonder happened. A miracle happened. A change came into our lives. God, the God who loved us, who remembered us in our lowest state. Psalm 136, beginning with verse 23. Psalm 136, beginning with verse 23. Who remembered us. He remembered us. In our lowest, 
our low, low state. For his mercy endureth forever and hath redeemed us from our enemies. He redeemed us. He paid the price to buy us back from our enemies. For his mercy endureth forever. Amen, amen. His heart burned in compassion toward us. He reached down through the centuries with his nail-scarred hand and opened the prison doors and set us free. The scriptures say in the Old Testament, he will turn again. He will have compassion upon us. He will subdue our iniquities and will cast all of their sins into the depths of the sea. Let the church say amen. Let the church say amen. Jesus said, Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and the recovering of sight to the blind, and to set at liberty them that are bruised. Jesus delivered us from eternal death. We had no means of escape before, but he provided that for us. He promised to lift us out of a cesspool of sin and deliver us from hell itself. He delivered us from utter and total despair. Hebrews 9, verse 15. Hebrews 9, verse 15. And for this cause, because of this, he is the mediator of the New Testament that by means of death, his death on the cross, for the redemption of the transgressions that were, that were under the first testament, they which are called might receive the promise of eternal inheritance. We have now received the promise of eternal inheritance. Inheritance. Amen. And he promised to elevate us to the highest position available in creation. Peter chapter 1, beginning with verse 3. Verse Peter. <clears throat> Excuse me. Chapter 1, beginning with verse 3. 
Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to his abundant mercy, hath begotten us again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. He hath begotten us again unto a lively hope. So how could you say, woe is me? Oh, my life is so terrible. I don't like this and I don't like that. And I don't like this and I don't like that. I'm so frustrated. My life may as well be over. How can you say that? You see, your life is not all about you. Your life is about Jesus Christ and his kingdom. Your life is not about how you feel on any given day. Your life is about the mercies of God and his love for you. Your life is not about how the events roll through that day and whether you approve of them. Your life is about your calling and election in Jesus Christ, about the inheritance that you've received from God the Father through Jesus Christ the Son. Your life is hid in God in Christ. It's not about whether you like your job or you don't. It's not about whether you feel married or you don't. It's not about how much money you have or you don't. It's not about whether or not you think you ought to buy a new car or a new refrigerator or a new house or a new anything. It's not about these kinds of things. It's about Jesus Christ and the kingdom of God. Amen? And when you get your eyes fixed on Jesus Christ and not on earthly things, you will see for yourself that this is indeed the truth. Amen. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy hath begotten us again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled, and that fadeth not away, reserved in heaven for you. So how could your life be over when your life continues on even into the heavenly by the power of God? No, your life is not falling apart. You're being kept by the power of God, but you are distracted by the lies of Satan. And whenever you choose by an act of your will to turn off the lies of Satan 
and receive the truth of Jesus Christ and cling to him and his truth, your entire life and perspective will change in a moment. power of God through faith, through faith, not through fear, not through worry, not through anxiety, not through stress, not through foolishness, not through weakness, not through idolatry, who are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. You see babies, natural babies, everything is all about them. But as they mature, as they grow, they come to believe and to know in truth that there are other people in the world beside them and that everything is not just about them. Amen. Amen, amen. We were once wretched and poor spiritually, but now things have changed, and we have received awesome kingdom responsibilities. We will be governing things in the world to come. At God's request, 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 3, chapter 6, verse 3, know ye not, don't you know that we shall judge angels? Don't you realize that yet? How much more things that pertain to this life? Amen? We will be suddenly changed. Yes, we will. We will become participants in one of the most drastic turn of events that the universe will ever witness. We will be changed. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 beginning with verse 51. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, beginning with verse 51. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep as Lazarus slept. But we shall all be changed. Changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. 
For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible shall have put on incorruption, and this mortal shall have put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written. Death is swallowed up in victory. We shall be changed. We shall be changed. Through it all, the depth of God's love and power will be unveiled in a depth that will never be surpassed. Therefore, there is absolutely nothing in creation that can prove God's greatness as well. No blazing radiant sun mysteriously holding planets in their orbit by a power that the world cannot fathom. No mountains so majestic that they penetrate the sky. No eagle soaring so spectacular, and they are spectacular, riding on the currents of the wind. No great starry night where we watch the skies change colors as God puts on a show in the air. Hmm. Northern lights? You say, well, all the angels, all the angels, and all that they do and their powers and the things I've heard about them and their praise, no not as spectacular as what God has done in the human life and soul. None of these things can prove God's glory and yield honor on him, as well as those who have been brought out of the pits of darkness into his marvelous light, washed from their sins, in the precious blood of Jesus and made to become heirs of eternal life. Revelation chapter 1, verse 5. Revelation chapter 1, verse 5. And from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead and the prince of the kings of the earth unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. And washed us from our sins in his own blood. 
1 John chapter 1, verse 7. 1 John chapter 1, verse 7. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. Let the church say amen. Let the church say amen. Therefore, we are his diadem of beauty. The beauty of his character is revealed by the way he has compassionately dealt with us. The beauty of God's character is shown in how he has dealt with us. Because when we were yet in our sin, Christ died for us. He died for the enemies of the kingdom of God. We were enemies of God's kingdom. We didn't want people coming up to us witnessing about Jesus. Psalm 103, verse 10. Psalm 103. He hath not dealt with us after our sin, nor rewarded us according to our iniquity. If he had, we would already be in hell. Amen? Because that's what we deserved. The wages of sin is still death. But the gift of God remains eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans chapter 12, verse 3. Romans, Romans chapter 12, verse Amen Romans chapter 12 Verse 3 For I say Through the grace given unto me To every man that is among you Not to think of himself More highly than he ought to think But to think soberly Seriously According as God hath dealt to every man the measure of faith, God has provided the faith to believe him. Surely we can choose to receive that faith to believe him with and to use that faith to believe him. We are crowning glory. We are his beloved trophy. We are the memorial of his victory over Satan and over the world. We are living proof of how great our God is. We are living proof 
of our how great our God is. Isaiah, Isaiah 28, Isaiah, Isaiah 28, beginning with verse 5. The book of Isaiah in the Old Testament, chapter 28, beginning with verse 5. In that day shall the Lord of hosts be for a crown of glory and for a diadem of beauty unto the residue of his people and for a spirit of judgment to him that sitteth in judgment and for strength to them that turn the battle to the gate. Strength to them that turn the battle to the gate. Isaiah chapter 62. Isaiah chapter 62, beginning with verse 2. Isaiah chapter 62, beginning with verse 2. We are his prized possession forever, a great source of his praise. And as it says in Isaiah 62, beginning with verse 2, the Gentiles shall see thy righteousness and all kings thy glory. And thou shalt be called by a new name, which the mouth of the Lord shall name. Thou shalt also be a crown of glory in the hand of the Lord, and a royal diadem in the hand of thy God. Thou shalt no more be termed forsaken, neither shall thy land any more be termed desolate, but thou shalt be called Hephzibah, and thy land Beulah, for the Lord delighteth in thee, and thy land shall be merry. Praise the Lord for his goodness. Praise the Lord for his goodness. So we are compelled to lift our voices in praise to him for this wondrous gift from the throne of God. Let the people praise thee, O God. Let all the people praise thee. Isaiah 61, verse 10. Isaiah 61, verse 10. I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul shall be joyful in my God. For he hath clothed me with the garments of salvation. He hath covered me with the robe of righteousness. As a bridegroom decketh himself with ornament, and as a bride adorneth herself with her jewels. I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul shall be joyful in the Lord. For as a young man marrieth a virgin, so shall thy sons marry thee. And as the bridegroom rejoiceth over the bride, so shall thy God rejoice over thee. Isaiah 62, 5. Isaiah 
chapter 62, verse 5. Now all these things that have been spoken about are wonderful, true, and extremely important. But it works both ways, you know. The bringing forth of the bride of Christ is certainly God's greatest singular achievement, his crown of glory. Revelation chapter 12. Revelation chapter 12. Revelation chapter 12. And there appeared a great wonder in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet, and upon her head a crown of of 12 stars. And she being with child, died, travailing in birth, and pained to be delivered. There appeared another wonder in heaven, and behold, a great red dragon, having seven heads and ten horns and seven crowns upon his head. And his tail drew the third part of the stars of heaven to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman which was ready to be delivered for to devour her child as soon as it was born. And she brought forth a man-child who was to rule all nations with a rod of iron. And her child was caught up unto God and to his throne. And the woman fled into the wilderness where she hath a place prepared of God that they should feed her there a thousand two hundred and threescore days. And there was war in heaven. Yes, war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon And the dragon fought and his angels and prevailed not. Neither was their place found any more in heaven. Out and evicted. And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world. He was cast out into the earth. And his angels were cast out with him. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb, and by the word of their testimony, and they love not their lives unto the death. Therefore rejoice, ye heavens, and ye that dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea, for the devil has come down unto you having great wrath, because he knoweth that he hath a short time. And when the dragon saw that he was cast into the earth, he persecuted the woman which brought forth the man-child. To the woman were given two wings of a great eagle that she might fly into the wilderness, into her place, where she is nourished for a time and time and half a time, 
and from the face of the serpent. And the serpent cast out of his mouth water as a flood after the woman, that he might cause her to be carried away of the flood. And the earth helped the woman, and the earth opened her mouth and swallowed up the flood, which the dragon cast out of his mouth. And the dragon was wroth with the woman and went to make war with the remnant of her seed, which keep the commandment of God. The believers do, which keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. Who has the testimony of Jesus Christ? Christians do. Revelation 22, beginning with verse 16. Revelation 22, beginning with verse 16. I, Jesus, have sent mine angel to testify unto you these things in the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David and the bright and morning star. And the spirit and the bride say, Come, and let him that heareth Come, let him that is a thirst come, and whosoever will, let him take the water of life freely. Amen? Freely. But responding to the wooing of the Holy Spirit, receiving him in our heart, and following him in submission and obedience is our supreme accomplishment in life. Responding to the wooing of the Holy Spirit, receiving him in our heart, and following him in submission and true obedience is our supreme accomplishment in life. As the world plunges into deeper and deeper darkness, severe and final judgment of God, we will see all more clearly the great value of our church, our choice to serve Jesus Christ, our Master. As the world continually plunges into deeper and deeper darkness, leading to the final judgments of God, we will see much more clearly the great value of our choice to serve Jesus Christ, our Lord and Master. As Isaiah said, Isaiah said, that day, Shall the Lord of hosts be a crown of glory and a diadem of beauty unto the residue of his people? Amen? Amen. Romans 
Romans chapter 8, beginning with verse 14. Romans chapter 8, beginning verse 14. For as many as are led by their own self-will, right? No. As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God, joint heirs with Christ. If so be that we suffer with him, that we may be also glorified together. For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. For the earnest expectation of the creature waiteth for the manifestation, the uncovering, the unveiling, the coming out of the sons of God. For the creature was made subject to vanity, not willingly, but by reason of him who hath subjected the same in hope because the creature itself also shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption, delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation groaneth and travaileth in pain together until now. We shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. Amen. In the latter days, the residue of the church will be crowned with the glory of God and beautified with the manifestation of his power and presence. In the latter days, the remnant, the chosen, the elect, will be drawn close to his bosom. We will be separated unto God. We will know him in intimacy. He will flow through us in great love and authority. We will be adorned with his infinite wisdom. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 30. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 30. But of him are ye in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto us wisdom and righteousness, and sanctification and redemption. Amen. He will most certainly bestow upon his bride 
the very best of all that he has to give, and we will return the same to him. When a man and a woman are made to be one in the act of marriage, in a sense, they crown each other with love and beauty. So, in Proverbs chapter 12, verse 4, it says, Virtuous woman is a crown to her husband. In like manner, the creation, transformation, and exalting of the spotless bride of Christ, because we are to be without spot or wrinkle or any such thing, is the Lord's most perfect and successful act of completing himself. He will be crowned with endless glory. But yielding to his creative, transforming, and exalting influence is our ultimate crown of success. Submitting, yielding, transforming, obeying, trusting, Loving, worshiping, exalting Jesus is our ultimate crown of success. We are confident that this is the plan and purpose of God and that it is surely being fulfilled in this hour. Amen. And even more so, as we draw near to that glorious day of resurrection and the final glorification of the church, the elect, the chosen, the body of Christ. Amen. Then, eternally, we will be his royal diadem of beauty, and he will be ours. Song of Solomon, chapter 6, verse 3. Song of Solomon, chapter 6, verse 3. I am my beloved, and my beloved is mine. I am my beloved, and my beloved is mine. We will be his supreme accomplishment in time and eternity, and he will be ours. We will be his crown of glory, but even more so, he will be ours forever and ever. Song of Solomon, chapter 2, verse 16. Song of Solomon. Chapter 2, verse 16. My beloved is mine, and I am his. My beloved is mine, and I am his. And the four and twenty elders and the four beasts fell down and worshiped God that sat on the throne saying, Amen, Alleluia, 
And a voice came out from the throne saying, Praise our God, all ye his servants, and ye that fear him, both small and great. And I heard, as it were, the voice of a great multitude, and as the voice of many waters, and as the voice of mighty thundering, saying, Alleluia, for the Lord God omnipotent reigneth. Let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to him, for the marriage of the Lamb is come, and his wife hath made herself ready. And to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white, for the fine linen is the righteousness of saints. And he saith unto me, Write, blessed are they, are called unto the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he saith unto me, These are the true sayings of God. First John chapter three. First John John chapter three. Beginning with verse 1. Behold, what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore, the world knoweth us not, because it knew him not. Beloved, Now are we the sons of God, and it does not yet appear what we shall be. But we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And every man that hath this hope in him purifies himself, even as He is pure. Amen. Amen. And let the church say amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Let the church say amen. Amen. Brother Bill, testimony time in Christ. Oh, yes, praise the Lord, and I wanted to start with a quick testimony. As I was just thinking, contemplating a little while ago while you were preaching, I've been here almost 18 years, and I've never heard the same sermon preached twice. And today, during the most of the day, I just kept hearing the Holy Spirit having me sing when the Spirit of the Lord is upon my heart. I'll dance like David danced. I was just having a ball today with the Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord, for your joy. Amori has a wonderful praise report. While at the grocery store, my family and I spotted another family who was in need. I had an unction to give something to them, but I also began to procrastinate. After all our errands were done, we headed home. But I got the unction to go back to them, and I did. I bought them a few groceries and dropped uh, uh, 
card from her church in their bag. I managed to find it and give it to them. Praise you, Lord Jesus. What a wonderful praise. Praise you, Lord. DVD has a praise report. My mother was released from the hospital on Wednesday. Is doing fine. She has been set up with a physical therapist and a social worker who's providing her home care needs. She's also sleeping well. Hallelujah. Dad's also doing well. He seems happier now, and I'm still praying and believing God to heal his mind from dementia. All praises and glory belong to God. Thank you for praying with me in agreement. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Claudette has a praise report. The Feed the Streets was a success. It was like they was praying for food and water when I pulled up to the parking lot. Father, there was more than 80 people. I was a little overwhelmed, and I think you made a way for them all to eat. And they chipped in and helped me set up and helped me clean up. And I thank you, Lord, for all that God provides. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus, for that. Awesome when you feed the homeless and you help them. Praise you, Lord, for that. In case says, praise recently, I prayed to sever all ungodly soul ties with my husband. The next day, my son made some so many wise choices where previously he wouldn't have. Next, he got excellent results in a math placement test, which we took, which he took with great ease. Then he received many accolades from his swim coach, and the next day he was very responsible out in the neighborhood by himself for an hour. I'm so proud of him for blossoming, for blossoming, and so grateful for God for eliminating the unseen cords which bound him through parents' sin. Thank you, Lord. The, through their relational sin. Praise you, Lord Jesus. In chaos, it says, praise God, show me that there was a root of, uh, of my gloom attitude, negativity, pettiness, procrastination, fault-finding, lashing out, criticism, insecurity, and other sin is pervasive dissatisfaction with myself. God has shown me that I have absolutely no right to compare myself or create certain standards of expectation for my life, nor disapprove of myself for not meeting them. Thank you, Jesus, for uncovering my falsehood and sin, Father. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. You're delivering in K, and it's taking a long time. It took me a very long time. Don't it. Don't get discouraged. And in chaos, it says praise. We needed a family laptop and printer. I put a prayer request in to find the right ones at the right time for God's price. Also asked for the funds. The past weekend, KK found an excellent laptop and printer for a third of the cost we expected to pay. The matter of whether to buy a year's worth of technical sort for the items arose, I was opposed, but it didn't seem right in the spirit. I told AK, but so, but he believed he was wise to do. He, it was the wise thing to do. The Holy Spirit told me to hold my peace, not to push the point and to leave it to him. Shortly thereafter, KK said, I prayed 
That service is not for us. I'm so grateful for all the items we needed at a supernatural discount and also that God is giving my husband and I the same mind on money matters. Praise you, Lord Jesus, for that. EPD has a praise report. Thank God for making me feel better. My mom, DBD, taught me how to plead the blood and confess that nothing is impossible for you. Thank you to everyone who stood in agreement with my mom's prayer request. God is so wonderful. I feel much better. No more chills. No headache. The fever all gone. Praise the Lord. Well, praise the Lord Jesus for that wonderful testimony. And NK has another praise report. I got a a great breakthrough with my breaststroke kick today. It was something I could not imagine how to fix it with faith, determination, and an important tip from AK. My form is becoming more correct, which means that my muscles are becoming more correct. Little by little, God is making me physically able. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We praise you for that. Praise you, Lord. Tammy has a while outside the other day, I noticed a fresh chemtrail in the sky. As the plane was deploying yet another one, I asked the Lord to please clear the skies of these toxins. I also asked that he would cause the mechanism used for this malfunction so the plane couldn't release any poison into the atmosphere. Also to bring immense conviction upon all the pilots instructed to take part in such evil. There was an occasional gentle breeze blowing at the time, approximately seven minutes later, without any change in the weather, I looked up, and the sky was completely cleared of all chemtrails. Blood of Jesus, I mean, it was the most beautiful blue and snow fluffy clouds that dotted the sky. I thought of how teeny weeny that plane was in comparison to our great God praise you and thank you Lord Jesus. We praise you Lord Jesus. And saints when you see one of them planes spraying that stuff, bind that thing. If it's not a real plane it'll disappear. Praise you Lord Jesus. And in Dina has a praise report. I kept smelling something awful in the car and it was onions so I kept cleaning the seat and got air fresheners so I looked up other ways to deodorize it and said Lord that car smells awful show me what to do that's when the unction of the Holy Spirit had me look under the passenger seat and lo and behold a tube of turkey that was formerly frozen was split with maggots on it yuck Thank God the contents didn't get on the floor. Now I have asked the Lord the first time if the Lord the first time I could have saved myself a lot of trouble, but I'm still learning. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Don't feel bad, Dina. I left a frozen chicken under a passenger seat one time. It wasn't pleasant either. <laughs> praise you, Lord. Dina has another praise report. Wow. Warfare praying during the last pool, during the last fast, a past associations phase popped up in my mind. I had group pictures of her from a vacation years ago. She wasn't a friend, but a friend of a friend. A 
few weeks ago, I looked at the pictures and placed them somewhere and to be easily retrieved in case I needed to destroy them. But I, I've been looking for them since last week and finally remembered to bind the demon of blindness and to ask the Lord, where did I put those pictures? A few hours later, I grabbed an envelope on the desk, and they were there. I burned the pictures of her. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you. Amy Miller has a praise report. I put in a prayer request about turning my son's life in a different direction, and I started to see small changes. Finally, coming out of his room to converse or cook a meal, instead of buying fast food, But then I started to see he shaved off his scruffy long beard, and then he started changing his eating habits for the better. Now he has a new job. Amen and glory to God. All glory goes to God. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, praise you, praise you. Amori has another praise report. Heavenly Father, I thank you for the patience and helping my big dog to get over his fears. Day, I was able to successfully cut his nails, and I've been praying about a situation that happened at the job that involved offensive bag of dog food. I received news from a fellow coworker that they had found the contact information that belonged to the person, and the owner gave him a chance to pay back what was stolen. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord, for what your prayer does. Praise you, Lord. Gina says, I want to give glory, praise, and thanks to God. I'm learning to praise him in spite of physical symptoms and knowing the word is more powerful. I've waited in an electric kettle, and this morning I found one in a free box. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And Nicole has a wonderful praise report. My dog ate a Ziploc bag four days ago, and yesterday he began to throw up, and he didn't seem to go to the bathroom. I put a prayer request in the prayer room, and this morning he went to the bathroom. Thank you, Jesus, Father God. Keep him going to the bathroom till that Ziploc bag comes out. And N.K. has another praise. I can tell you from the dream last night that the soul ties I've been severing is having an impact on the altars and the familiars. They try to keep me bound to old personalities and ways through my dream life. I'm one case. In one case, I admitted to a witch who asked me if I was in in my name before marriage that I was in K. Through my confession was wobbly at first, then realization that I am not in in and therefore susceptible to whatever scheme she wanted to lure me into was progress. Additionally, I asked an old association to hug me, and he hurried away, saying, Not now. That's great, because I prayed hard to sever all that soul tie completely last week. Also, in my dream, I was still fawning over, all over someone I severed ties with. Why? I was allowed to see that I must pray to sever another soul tie that we had in common in order to complete it. Thank you, Jesus. You're always, your ways are not my ways. Your thoughts are higher and your will be done. 
Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. And when Pastor recently spoke about letting our light shine, though the way we treat people on the outside, that wasn't the exact message, but with whatever she said inspired my husband to start sharing good things he'd recently done. One instance is a major major answer to prayer. The Lord is making my husband a man after his own heart. It's actually happening so easily and quietly. Thank you, Jesus. KK had to go to the grocery store and outside he saw a teenage girl sitting with a sign that read Comida. He walked on seeking God for what he should do, and the Lord prompted him to buy a family-sized bread, peanut butter, and jelly, and a big bottle of water. He gave her the bag discreetly and thereafter saw a woman and a boy nearby who seemed to be her relatives. Please help them in their plight and continue AK's compassion towards men in Jesus' name. Praise you, Lord. What a wonderful testimony. He's working on all of the saints. Sister Nicole has the best praise report. My dog threw up the Ziploc baggie, and it was the fifth day of him having it in his stomach. Thanks be to God, and praise, praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord, for keeping my good friend alive. Praise you, Lord. Rosie has a praise report. The Lord has answered my prayers. I've been placing in the prayer room, asking the Lord to bring my husband back to our home state. He's been working out of town for many years, and it's been a big strain on our finances. The Lord brought him home, and he has a company who's interested in him and offered to meet with him and have an interview, and now they're doing a second interview. Praise you, Lord. I just praise you, Lord. We know he's going to get that job. Praise you, Lord Jesus, for that. Praise you, Lord. And in cases, praise, I just want to thank God for the excellent life-saving teachings we receive at MIC for implanting them in us so we can walk in wise ways. Recently, KK's parents asked if they could meet with us in person to apologize. We agreed to meet them in September. In the meantime, AK was suspicious of the meeting and decided not to attend. I made him write a list of his concerns. One point perfectly reflects a reminder to us last night. It reads, avoid eating a meal or drinking a drink together. This also creates unnecessary complicating soul ties and a corrupt agreement in the spirit to return to the old habits. Praise Jesus for rooting up spiritual realities into my son and giving him the ability and bravery to articulate them. Praise you, Lord, for that. Praise you, Lord. Yes, you do make covenants when you eat with someone. Praise you, Lord Jesus. DCH has a praise report. Thank you, Jesus, for keeping the peace in Asia and not allowing... Pelosi's Taiwan visit to escalate into a shooting war between China and America over Taiwan. Praise you, Lord Jesus, for that. And Lena has a wonderful praise report. My uncle I see was healed from the sickness of Parkinson's and is ready to be baptized at 5 p.m. He turns 75. Today is the day of salvation. Hallelujah. Glory to God in the highest. Thank you, Lord, for your mercy and grace. Praise you, Lord. And Claudette has a praise report. 
Thank you, Father. Susan's colonoscopy came back, came out good. Everything looks fine. The doctor says she has some small hemorrhoids. I believe that you will guide her in what she needs to do based on eating and taking care of herself. Praise you, Lord Jesus. And these are wonderful, awesome praise reports. I just praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, Lord Jesus. And now back to you, Pastor Sabrina. What do you think of all these? Isn't it just amazing? Wow. Amen. It's amazing what our God has done. Amen. Praise the Lord. You know, as I was listening to the testimonies, I want to point out something to you, saints. When you're severing soul ties, if you and the person uh, that you're severing yourself from have a common person that you're both tied to, you need to do more severing. You see, as long as you're connected to the intermediary person, you still have a soul tie with the first person. Amen? Amen. It's that simple. It's very simple. As long as you maintain a soul tie, with the intermediary person, you still have a soul tie to the person that you're attempting to disconnect from. Amen. So if that is what you need to deal with, you need to go talk to Jesus. You need to have a chat with the Holy Spirit and ask him to direct you in further severance. Amen? Bind those demons. Because if the devil could, he'll bring in confusion. You see, if you left a group of people, you left a group of people, and you're severing the soul ties that were formed in that group of people, and you maintain a soul tie, with someone that's associated with that former group or in that former group, you still have the soul tie with the first with the group. Amen. You still have a tie with the group. Say that you want to disconnect from someone that you used to date. But you all have a mutual friend, and you decide you're going to keep the soul tie with the mutual friend. Well, then you're not completely disconnected from the person that you used to date. Amen? You see, remember when I was telling you that you need to continue doing warfare till you have a breakthrough? Many people are doing warfare, but they're not doing enough. Amen? So we need to go to the Lord and ask for counsel. Amen? Amen. We don't consider that to be yelling. 
we consider that to be you hit the little button that said sometimes I, I mess up that way too. So we're not the world. We don't think the way the world thinks. So now, there. Hopefully that makes it a little clearer for you. You see, soul ties are like the pipes that bring water to your house, not only to your house, but they're connected to all the other houses in your neighborhood and in your subdivision and all the way to the city. Amen. So if you're connected into that pipe, you're connected to all the people in your neighborhood and all the people in your subdivision. Amen. You see, if you're going to sever soul ties, you have to be thorough. You have to continue, continue, continue until until you receive the breakthrough that God's wanting you to have. Amen. Now, when you're married to someone, it really gets interesting. And so I'm going to let you go to the Lord and allow him to instruct you in righteousness and to give you godly counsel. Amen? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your word. We're going to go to our guest call-ins for a moment, and... I'm going to area code 786, area code 786. You're on the air now in Jesus' name. Hi, Pastor. Thank you so much for being there. I um, All right. I don't know if it's a breach in my armor or it's willfulness, soul ties, stuff, still, or familiar spirits or whatever, but I experienced something today, and I have prayed a lot. I have um, prayed with my family members about it. I've repented. I have forgiven. I've done so much. Looking back, there are many things that I see I could have done differently, but there's so many factors, and I'm calling to help. I'm calling to ask you to help me see what what is wrong. What did I do wrong? Um, basically, I was at the pool with a lot of people and Alexander was there with me, AK was there with me and things just got increasingly bad. You know, it's just like worldly, worldly, worldly. And we kept checking in with each other, maintaining ourselves in the Lord. And I was continuously seeing like, when should we go, Lord? What do you want me to do? And then what happened is I see I got lured into opening myself through this child that um, he's just got this highly charismatic, manipulative, spirit and it looks like Leviathan to me but I'm sure there's a lot else going on and anyhow I wound up asserting myself and it felt flat and I realized like okay okay that's it we've got to go um all the adults there and everything were complicit with all the bad behavior and all of that so I mean it just became amazingly clear that we really need to go and as we were leaving I got wrapped up in a conversation and before I know it I'm sitting before a female who I mean she just was overridden with serpents. And I don't know why I couldn't just say to the women when they were talking to me, um, 
things, you know, I, I can't talk right now or I'd, I'd rather not stay or any of this. So basically I know that I did better than I've done in the past, but still like the format, it, it's not Holy Spirit. And what I think might be part of it is my, my mom actually, and hopefully I'm, I'm done after I describe this. I won't talk anymore. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm in the process of breaking soul ties with my mother in a deeper way than I ever have before. And in reflecting on all of what happened today, um, I remember, I'm remembering my mom. She would get easily pushed over and caught up and ensnared in situations. And she would overassert herself, like, you know, fighting for righteousness. And she'd say things that she shouldn't say. And she'd get really flustered and be double-minded. And she wouldn't know how to stand her ground in peace. And she'd try to fight for herself. And what she considered to be justice, and basically she'd get herself into a lot of trouble and then wind up being stressed and tormented. And I think in some way I was walking in that path. Again, like I know Leviathan is at play, and I could be confused, and I just need to grow up. And <laughs> could you help me? Could you be an investigator for me and just tell me what is my problem? Okay. I'll tell you. You're still dealing with family spirits, first of all. And that is an extremely long process. You're not going to get out of it in five minutes. It's just not going to happen that way. It's a process. They go in layers. Amen? Amen. So once you accept that, you'll feel a little better. Next thing. I can't remember, but some at some time in the past when we communicated, you were telling me that you had this habit of getting caught up into conversations and you just keep going, keep going, keep going instead of zipping your lips and walking off. Am I correct? Yeah, that's okay. definitely correct. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm going to tell you this now. You're not going to feel good, but I'm going to tell you this. Remember when I've talked about what the proverb says about a fool, that a fool tells all his mind. He doesn't yet realize there's a time to speak and a time to be silent. That's one of the characteristics of a fool. Total agreement, and I think that it's um, from my mother's line, and because I see it in my maternal grandfather, and I have lived foolishly like that in so many regards. So the thing is, when I was talking to the woman, I wasn't acting as bad as I used to with the talking and everything, and I was not like I used to be. But the thing is, I wasn't supposed to be in that conversation in the first place. When I was invited into it, I didn't have like the boundary. I didn't, I didn't just say basically no thank you and continue on with my business, and that's what's really getting at me. What is my okay, problem? Okay, well, now let me explain something to you. Another quality of a fool is that he keeps his nose in other people's business. You see, nosy is not part of the character and nature of Jesus Christ. Meddling right. in other people's affairs is not a part of the character and nature of Jesus Christ. And yep, that's, that's something I... you have to work on with yourself. You have to say to self, self, <laughs> that's none of my business to deal with you. 
You have to say, that's none of my business, and then butt out. Yeah. That's how I got sick with the boy. The boy was doing bad stuff, and I was ignoring him. He even was splashing water at me and everything, and I just was like, Lord, I defer this to you, and I, all of this. And then he's, like, grabbing my attention, can, like, asking me, can I, he jump in front of me in the water. And I was like, Lord, because I, I wasn't, I got sick because I, I was like, am I enabling it? Am I giving the go-ahead? Am I saying that this wrong thing all is right? All you needed to do was walk away. <sighs> Move the yeah, feet. Turn my feet. Just move the feet. When you move the feet, the rest of the body goes with it. That's why we need the feet to get stronger, really, so I can walk and not get caught up with the mouth and the talking because I'm afraid of walking away and falling down or something like that. Nope. That just, just take your time. Just take your time, walk away, and zip your loose lips. Okay. It, ta- it requires discipline. Yes. You have to discipline yourself. You have to say no to your own self. Thank you. Amen. Yeah, thank you for your When you have a favorite uh, brand of cookies in the grocery store and you notice you're always going to those that same, and you want to break that habit, the thing to do is just not even to go down the cookie aisle at all. But you have to discipline yourself not to do that. There's the spirit part and there's the natural part. And you have to work on both. You have to keep cutting yourself free from the old family tree and those spirits from the old family tree. But you also have to apply discipline to yourself. You have to say no to you because demons and the flesh work together. Mm -hmm. Amen? Oh, yeah. Amen. Thank you. So, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we lift our sister to you, and we ask you to strengthen her in areas that she is weak. Help her to realize when she's entering in to a place that she ought not to be, that that is the moment to pivot. That is the moment to seal the lift. Thank you, Lord, for giving her clear understanding that now is the moment to move out. You know, birds have that. They sense things in the atmosphere, and they have the ability to take off. They don't have a discussion with the other birds. They just flap the wings and they're gone. And see, some people feel that they have, some people feel they have an obligation to continue Talking when they should not be talking. Yep, I'm guilty of that. You don't have an obligation. Amen? Yes, amen. Could you pray for me in case I 
really made a mistake talking to this person who just seemed so witchy. Father, in the name of Jesus, with the sword of the spirit, we disconnect our sister from that conversation. We bind the words, the syllables, the gestures. The facial. We send those water spirits back in Jesus' name. We send those water spirits back. Come up and out. Fire of God on you. Fire of God in Jesus' name. Fire of God. Come up and out now in the name of Jesus Christ. Come up and out. Come up and out. Holy fire. Holy fire. Holy fire. Come out in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for the clearance. Thank you. Thank you for it in Jesus' name. Now take a deep breath and release your prayer language. Amen. Praise the Lord. God bless you. This is, um, we don't have a, I don't have a number or area code rather for you. I think this might be a Skype call, but you're on the air now in Jesus' name. Hi, Pastor Sabrina. It's Shakira. I recently emailed you. Yes. I was wondering if you could pray whatever the Lord leads you to pray, and could you also pray for my eyesight? It's a bit weak, please. Did you read my email response to you? I did. All right. Did you understand? I believe so. I answered the question. Okay. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we bind the spirit of heaviness. We bind the brokenhearted disappointment. And the worship of how she used to be. And the rejection of self, since she no longer appears outwardly to be who she once was. She looks different now. So we bind the rejection of the present self in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all self-hatred, self-rejection in Jesus' name. You're needing to take a deep breath and cough. Deep breath first, cough from your gut. We cut her free. We're from every soul time. Leyline, I don't hear you coughing. I need to hear you cough. Deep breath and cough and continue. I need to hear you cough. I'm coughing. Coughing away from the phone? Oh, quite close. All right. 
Ruka de Rebrisha la Ridiosuta, Rikisa de Rebrisha de Rabroco Baba Baba Baruka de Risa de Rica de Ridiosula Ridiosua. Pitiful, I bind pitiful in Jesus' name. Rakata, I bind self pity in Jesus' name. Ruda de Riasa, Rokohora, Risa de the Bible says we are to love our neighbor as we love ourselves. Rila la Riosunda, Rica de Ridia de Rabri. The Bible tells us that we are to cast our cares upon you because we know, Lord, that you care for us. And once we cast our care upon you, we are to go forth in joy. Binding immaturity and childishness in Jesus' name. Binding immaturity and childishness in Jesus' name. When I was a child, I thought as a child. I spake as a child. But when I became an adult, I put away childish things. Deep breath and cough. Now, let me say a few things. Okay. You're you're sort of like you're on a bridge from from being a teenager and becoming a young young adult. Mm -hmm. And it's necessary for you to understand that you need to drop off and let go of those Teenage emotions and emotional responses. When you were a teenager, you could be sulky and moody and so on and so forth and just claim collapse because you weren't satisfied with the things that are going on in your life. But that is not an adult response. An adult response takes responsibility for what you can do about a situation, determines what to do, and moves forward. Amen? Do you understand what I'm saying? I do. Okay. Now, there were several questions that I asked you in that uh, response to your email. I need you to answer each question and to respond to that email, all right? Because I've asked you if you're if you're doing the things that we are teaching. And if you're just sitting there um, in your emotions and you're, you're not doing those things, it's not going to get any better. Okay. If you want the car to move forward, you have to at least put it in gear. Amen? Amen. Some of those ways of thinking, you remember on the last fast we were binding our thoughts and our feelings and our pride and our childishness. You need to continue to do those things. Amen? Amen. Because if you choose to just sit there and cry and feel bad, what's going to happen is you're going to keep crying and keep feeling bad. You're not going to make any progress that way. You're going to be stagnant that way. So, the Lord will help you. He will help you 
Well, you say I haven't got my prayer language yet. He'll still help you if you ask him to. He'll help you to begin to move forward instead of just sitting there in depression. If you are dissatisfied with your present employment, have you placed a prayer request with the scriptures in the Global Prayer Warriors prayer room? Have you attempted uh, to return to any form of education so that you can gain additional skills? I'm doing an apprenticeship at Oak College on Mondays. All right, that's good. So now that you're beginning to move forward with practical steps to bring forth change, your outlook should change. You Mm -hmm. can't just sit there and say, I give up. You must go to God and get his counsel to change the situation. All right? And you cannot give up hope. Because God is in charge of your life, and he has a plan and purpose for your life. And no, he does not reveal it all at once. In fact, it takes a long time over the journey of your life for it to be revealed. He has things for you to do. But if you're going to sit there and focus on what you don't like and I'm not happy and I'm upset and so on, you're going to miss things he wants you to do because you're focused on you and your eyes are not focused on Jesus Christ and his word. Do you understand? I do. Thank you. Good. So I want you to continue to do what you can do. If you've been eating a lot of fast food, it's time to stop doing that, don't you think? All right. So there are changes that you can make, changes that are within your control. Amen? Amen. Amen. So you put a prayer request in the Global Prayer Warriors prayer room about the changes that you need to make, and we will come in agreement and God will help you, all right? Thank you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask you fill our sister with your grace, with your mercy, and open up her knowledge and understanding as you lead her to a place of peace and a place that you have called her to, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We love you. So I look forward to your email. Okay, okay. Bye-bye. All right. God bless you. God bless you, too. Amen, amen, amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. You're great and greatly to be praised. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for your love. Amen. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning two GOP senators 
have urged the Department of Defense to immediately investigate whistleblower allegations that hundreds of Afghan evacuees who appeared on official watch lists were not properly vetted before they were released into the United States. According to the Department of Defense whistleblower, the Biden administration failed to properly vet 324 Afghan evacuees who appeared on the DOD's biometrically enabled watch list, which includes known suspected terrorists, said U.S. Senators Hawley and Johnson on Thursday. That list identifies individuals whose biometrics have been collected and determined by analysts to be threats or potential threats to national security, including known suspected terrorists. Hawley and Johnson said that the whistleblower who alleges that White House and Department of Defense officials instructed agency personnel to cut corners and not conduct full fingerprint tests on the evacuee staging bases in Europe in order to promote the rushed evacuation from Afghanistan. Further, the whistleblower alleges that Department of Homeland Security staff were authorized to delete all biometric data at their discretion, said the senators, who went on to say that this is a troubling development that could threaten national security and public safety. The senators raised the whistleblower's allegations with the Department of Defense Acting Inspector General Sean O'Donnell in a letter on Thursday. The DOD earlier this this year said that it identified 50 Afghan individuals in the United States whose records indicate they might pose a significant security concern. The senators said they understand that number has risen to at least 65 and declared that the individuals need to be immediately located, fully vetted, and if appropriate, it is noted that the 324 Afghan individuals um, allegedly on the watch list are in addition to the 50 or 65 already identified. We write to you with concern over new allegations raised by a Department of Defense whistleblower. This information may show the Biden administration's failure to vet those evacuated from Afghanistan was even worse than than the public was led to believe. The following allegations demand an immediate investigation by your office, the senators wrote. The Department of Defense has previously admitted in a report that the National Counterterrorism Center did not vet all Afghan evacuees using all DOD data prior to arriving in the United States. The senators asked O'Donnell to confirm how many of this list matches were generated by biometric submission from Afghan evacuees. Of these matches, if any, the senators asked the DOD acting inspector general to clarify 
if any were denied entry, admitting admitted entry or currently in the United States. The senators also sought information about the allegations that NSC, the National Security Council, or the Department of Defense staff instructed personnel to cut corners in processing the evacuees' fingerprints and asked for clarification and asked for clarification on the circumstances under which agency personnel may delete biometric data. The senators also asked O'Donnell to clarify the number of of the list matches generated by Afghan evacuees after they arrived. What steps have been taken toward identification, vetting, or deportation? And how many were known suspected terrorists? The senator said the whistleblower also alleges that White House and Department of Defense officials instructed agency personnel to cut the corners and that not to conduct full fingerprint tests on the evacuees at staging bases in Europe in order to promote the rushed evacuation from Afghanistan. Furthermore, the whistleblower alleges that the Department of Homeland Security staff were authorized to delete old biometric data at their discretion, said the senators, who went on to say that this was quite troubling. So they went back and forth on this, as as they usually do, and they went back and forth some more. The senators also sought information about the allegations of the um, not doing the fingerprints right and cutting back, cutting corners, and there's a clear and there where there's a need of clarification on the circumstances under which the agency's personnel may delete biometric data, and so they went back and forth and went back and forth as they usually do on that. Additionally, the senators asked if the FBI or other law enforcement were investigating the individuals. At a Senate Judiciary Committee oversight hearing, uh, one of the senators confronted the FBI Director Christopher Gray about the whistleblower's allegations. He wasn't able to give a clear answer about the FBI's efforts to track down and interview the 324 Afghan evacuees, but noticed, noted that There are a number of individuals through our joint terrorism task forces that are actively trying to investigate. The FBI director noted that the agency had disrupted a number of actions related to the evacuees but did not specify what they were. Regarding the allegations of cutting corners, Ray said, I will say that this was a massive number of people to be vetting in an extraordinarily short period of time and that, in my view, inevitably raises concerns. Amen. So that's basically the situation there. The airlifts were for Afghans and their family members who risked Taliban retaliation for helping the United States during its 20-year war. The execution of the withdrawal has been widely panned. Afghans were being granted special immigrant immigrant visas entitling them to bring their families with them. All right, I'm going to 
kind of get on through this next one. The federal government, we're requesting adjudications from the righteous judge, judge concerning the federal government is more one more of transgenderism's many online promoters. A help page on the Centers of Disease Control and Prevention's website lists resources from government agencies and community organizations that support LGBT identifying children and their networks by providing online advice on sexuality with content that promotes transgenderism, anal and oral sex, and occult superstition. It is critical for the parents, guardians, and other family members of LGBT youth to have access to the resources they need to ensure their LGBT children are protected and supported. The CDC's website reads, the CDC page for LGBT youth resources offers young people and their friends and families lists of websites that promote questioning of gender and sex, as well as to sites with age-inappropriate advice. One of the links listed by the CDC is a website called QChatSpace, which is designed to be hidden. It is designed to be hidden. A green banner goes, goes across the bottom of the site, reads, here for a quick escape. That means if somebody, like your parent, comes into the room, then tap here quickly, and you'll be off the site, and nobody will know that you were there. That's what that's about. It immediately transfers the site users to the Google search page. The Q Chat Space website hosts live chats for 13 to 19-year-olds that are facilitated by experienced staff who work at LGBTQ plus centers around the United States, the website reads. But the staff aren't mental health professionals. They are ver verified facilitators. The CDC website describes QChat space as a digital LGBTQ plus center where teens join live chat professionally facilitated online support groups. The chat spaces inter Instagram page provides the schedule for the live chats along with the subjects to be discussed with the facilitators. These subjects include sex change surgeries, a transgender and non-binary sex ed night, an introduction to drag culture, a chat on having multiple genders, as well as oral and anal sex advice. Other chats discuss binge drinking and how teens can drink safely. If you do choose to drink underage, it is important to be as safe as possible and have a trusted adult nearby or the potential to contact emergency services if needed. The Q Chat Space post reads, other chats discuss the use of condoms, oral contraceptives, interuterine devices, pre-exposure pro pro prophylaxis against HIV, as well as other devices. Many chats promote astrology, tarot cards, and other occult ideas. The site recommends self-discovery in astrology, querying tarot, and vibes plus auras. 
A disclaimer at the bottom of the CDC's webpage states, these links do not constitute an endorsement of these organizations or their programs. The nation's Health Protection Agency explains further, links to non-federal organizations found at this site are provided solely as a service to our users. CDC is not responsible for the content of the individual organization webpages found at these links. Another website on the CDC's help page is HealthyChildren.org. This site encourages parents to accept a child's claim of sexual identity without question. Some children have a gender identity that is different from their gender assigned at birth, and many have interests and hobbies that may align with the other gender, the site reads. It is natural for parents to ask if it's just a phase, but there is no easy answer. The website states that research shows gender identity can't be changed and that parents must accept gender identity that children announce. When your child discloses their identity to you, responding in an affirming, respond in an affirming, supportive way, the state site states. The CDC website states that some young people who identify as LGBT are more likely to experience negative health and life outcomes. It then recommends that parents protect and support children who identify as LGBT. The CDC also links to the Trevor Project, which assists LGBTQ plus youth and young adults with crisis intervention and suicide prevention services. This website also announces that users can leave it quickly using the escape key three times. When someone shares their gender identity with you, it's inappropriate to assume or to try to deduce that person's sex assigned at birth. The Trevor Project site reads, the site states that doctors typically decide biological sex based solely on one's genitals. Sex might not correspond to gender, the site says. Using the right words around transgender youth can save lives, the Trevor Project says. It quotes a study that found that people who identify as transgender get less suicidal when referred to with different pronouns. The site listed several pronouns people could use, including they, Z, XE, and V. I don't know what on earth that is, but that's what it is. We're requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning Americans abroad could potentially face increased violence after a U.S. drone strike in Afghanistan killed al-Qaeda leader Ayman al-Zawari. The State Department warned on Tuesday in a worldwide caution communique, the State Department said that current information suggests that terrorist organizations continue to plan terrorist attacks against U.S. interests in multiple regions across the globe, adding that such attacks may be carried out via suicide operations, assassinations, kidnappings, hijackings, and bombings. The alert advised Americans abroad to check the State Department website for travel advisories, watch local news to keep up to date with current events, and to stay in contact with U.S. embassies and consulates in the countries they are traveling to. 
Americans have also been warned that U.S. facilities abroad may temporarily close or periodically suspend public services while threats and security situations were being evaluated and dealt with. As terrorist attacks often occur without warning, U.S. citizens are strongly encouraged to maintain a high level of vigilance and practice good situational awareness when traveling abroad, the alert concluded. The warning comes after the CIA conducted a drone strike in Afghanistan over the weekend that killed an al-Qaeda leader and Osama bin Laden's successor. The 71-year-old Egyptian national was in the top 22 of the FBI's most wanted terrorists since October 2001, and he is believed to be one of the masterminds behind the 9-11 attacks in the U.S. White House National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan has claimed that the killing of Zawari has made the U.S. safer. However, the State Department has warned that his death triggers a high potential for anti-American violence as al-Qaeda and other terrorist organizations may be compelled to respond to the assassination. Praise the Lord. For his goodness to the children of men Praise the Lord Praise the Lord And thank you Lord for the blood of Jesus Christ Brother Marshall we are ready to pray Thank you Father for making us ready Thank you we come boldly before your throne of grace Father in time of need With our big brother Jesus who has all power in heaven and earth Thank you Jesus for hanging on that tree for each one of us Thank you for taking our cup of cursing That we might receive your cup of blessing and it was also stated, Now to Abraham and his seed, in Galatians 3.16, Now to Abraham and his seed were the promises made. He said, Not unto seeds as of many, but unto one, to thy seed, which is Christ. And in the last verse of Galatians 3, which is verse 29, it says, And if you be Christ, if we've been purchased by Jesus' blood, if you belong to Jesus, if I belong to Jesus, if we all belong to Jesus, if ye be Christ, then you Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. And so, Father, you gave a wonderful promise to Father Abraham back in in Genesis chapter 22. And Father Abraham, as the prophet said, my son, to his son Isaac, son of laughter, my son, God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering. And you did. You provided yourself a lamb for a burnt offering, Lord Jesus. You took the wrath of God in our place. And you said, in the mount of the Lord it shall be seen. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yes, indeed. Jesus was put on that same Mount Moriah, same place where Father Abraham offered up Isaac. And you said in Genesis 22:17, as the Lord spake unto Father Abraham, that in blessing I will bless thee, and multiplying I will multiply thy seed as the stars of heaven, and as the sand which is upon the seashore. And thy seed, who would that be? The Messiah, Christ. He came from Abraham. And thy seed shall possess the gate, the authority, the authority place of his enemies. And thy seed shall possess the gate of his enemies. And his father, Abraham, has given us instruction that we need to be listening to the Heavenly Father, even as he listened, when he received the promise of the Spirit by faith. Melchizedek came forth and brought forth bread and wine. And that's how we receive the promise of the Spirit, by faith in the blood covenant. Bread and wine, covenant. We have a covenant meal. Sabrina's been talking about that recently. And it says in Isaiah 
It's Sabrina that Dr. Sabrina mentioned. It's Isaiah 20. I'm going the wrong direction, aren't I, Lord? <laughs> uh, but thank you for reminding me. Oh, my goodness. And it says in Isaiah 28, 6. And for a spirit of judgment to him that sitteth in judgment. Who's sitting in judgment? Jesus, on the great, on the throne. And for a strength of them that turn the battle to the gate. So, Heavenly Father, all that said, we turn the battle to the gate. We come boldly before your throne of grace. With that blood was sprinkling, the sprinkle on the throne of grace that says, Father, even as Jesus said, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. And Jesus also said in John 19, verse 30, as, as Pastor Sabrina pointed out, and when Jesus therefore had received the vinegar, he said, it is finished. He took our cup of cursing and bowed his head, and he gave up the ghost. No one took it from him. He gave it up. He laid down his life. He poured out his soul for us to redeem us back from the devil. We don't belong to selfishness. We don't belong to ourselves. We don't belong to worry and fear and biting of nails and taking anxious thought for tomorrow. In fact, he instructed us not to do that. Take no anxious thought for tomorrow. So we bind up every one of these demons. Satan, you're bound, or your underlings are bound, every spirit behind every one of these ungodly mind control spirits, behind psychological warfare, and all these spirits trying to bring fear to the people's hearts and minds. God is God. Our God who created heaven and earth has not given us a spirit of fear, but the power and of love and of a sound mind. So we keep on the helmet of salvation, and we continue to hold every thought captive and subject to the complete obedience of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth by the power of the Holy Spirit because of the blood of covenant. And we cancel our summons to each of us and all those that we can stand in for individually, all of our family members we can stand in for. We say, Father, forgive us. We didn't know what we were doing. Forgive us all of our generational iniquities and personal sins, including listening to people who've taught us in the past that maybe we're in positions of authority, maybe they were professors, or maybe they were teachers, or maybe they were parents, or maybe they were neighbors, or whoever they taught us. They, they tried to give us what they thought was good advice. But where did they get that advice from? Some of these people at the CDC are getting giving advice. Where, where are they getting that advice from, Father God? Is it coming from heaven above or down in the darkest dungeons underneath the earth, Father God? But the Satan's little minions, because he knows his time is really, really, really short, and he's very angry, and good about that book, and misery loves company. He wants a lot of company in the lake of fire. So, Father God, we ask you to deliver all the people from the harm's way of the mind control spirits, not just from the taking anxious thought for tomorrow, but every spirit seeking to kill, steal, and destroy. Satan, you are perpetually, continually bound, because we take the battle to the gate, the authority, the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, who has all power in heaven and earth, because Jesus points out very clearly in John chapter 10, verses 7 to 9, Jesus said unto them again, Verily, verily, he cannot lie, meaning truly, truly, or absolutely, without any question, verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door, I am the gate of the sheep. All that ever came before me are thieves and robbers. We bind the spirit of thieves and robbers in Jesus' name. But the sheep did not hear them. I am the door, Jesus says, I am the gate. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved, and shall go in and out and find pasture. For in you we live and move and have our being, King Jesus. And what is that vesture you wear? You wear a vesture dipped in blood. We're washed in your blood. And from Jesus Christ was the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead and the prince of the kings of the earth unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. What did he do? He made us kings and priests unto God and his Father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. And Jesus said, The things I have done, you will do, and greater things than these. In John fourteen twelve, 12, said, And why can we do that? 
by the power of the Spirit because of the bloody covenant. And we thank you for that, Father. And it says in Revelation 19.13, He was clothed with vesture dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. Who's that? That's Jesus Christ. It goes along with John chapter 1. And the armies that were in heaven followed him upon white horses, clothed in fine linen, white and clean. And out of his mouth goeth a sharp sword, that with it he shall smite the nations. Oh, he's going to. Oh, my goodness. And he shall rule them with a rod of iron. He shall tread the winepress and fierceness and wrath of Almighty God. And he hath on his vesture and on his thigh a name written, King of kings and Lord of lords. Jesus, you're Lord of all. So, Father, we take the battle to the gate concerning all these different situations, Father God, including those things that the senators pointed out about the Afghan refugees not being properly vetted, concerning the nonsense from the um, uh, bringing sexual confusion to the children, Father God, the, the, the younger children and the older children, Father God, and being encouraged by the federal government and those demons and the people in those agencies. Father, if you can save any of those people, maybe even at the CDC, maybe there's some lower-level people, you can actually say this. So say, Wait a minute, what we're doing is not helping people. We'll, animals have two genders. Bears aren't going around saying, oh, I feel gay today. You know, if they're born a male bear, they're still a male bear. If they're born a female bear, they're still a female bear. Otters aren't confused. Even fish aren't confused. Father, we ask you to... We bind that spirit of sexual confusion. Every spirit behind the mind-blinding spirits, the spirit of mass psychosis, the spirit of insanity, the spirit of ungodly fear. And that's all it is, to try and turn one group of people against another. They've been trying so hard, so long to bring about civil war. And all these terrible, terrible patriotic Americans they're so concerned about, they don't need to be concerned about them. They need to be concerned about who and they are. They're terrified by the blood-bought children of the Most High God. They're going to come and find out who they are. So, Father, we thank you for waking up the body of Christ, waking up the sleeping giant, waking up the body of Christ all over the earth, in Afghanistan, the United States, every nation, in Germany, every nation, in Australia, every single nation in Africa, all the nations, kind of in Nigeria, kind of in Ghana, every nation, in Kenya, all the nations, Father God, including in Ukraine. Yes, there's some real Christians in Ukraine, some of them maybe have gotten out, but maybe some of them are still there. Some of the people have got in the Middle East have stayed there, even they know it's a very hotbed and a very contentious situation, Father God. Father, we ask you to deliver those that can be delivered, Father God. You said, call upon me in the day of trouble, and I will deliver thee, and thou shalt glorify me. We ask you to deliver us all. And you said, if two of you on earth agree to such anything, we ask you, it shall be done to my Father, which is in heaven. And we thank you, Father, for doing so. We give you praise and honor and glory. Satan, you're bound or your underlings are bound. Every ungodly spirit seeking to kill, steal, and or destroy are perpetually, continually bound in Jesus' name, coming against all those we have and are interceding for. In the name of the King of kings and the Lord of lords, the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, who has all power in heaven and earth, as is written in Matthew 28, 18. At his name, every knee must bow and every tongue must confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father, as is written not only Isaiah 45, 21 to 24, in Romans 14, 11. In uh, Philippians 2, 9 to 11, at, at the name of Jesus, Satan, you and all your underlings must bow to the name of Jesus. His name is Savior. At his name, every knee must bow. What about that? Because he's the Lord of all. You and all your underlings seeking to kill,
steal, and they're destroyed. Every spirit of Zeus, every spirit cut up, trying to bring out ungodly fear, every spirit of confusion, sexual confusion, every spirit of Leviathan, lust of flesh, lust of the eye, pride of life, covetousness, feet running to mischief, every ungodly spirit of fear of rejection, all ungodly spirits of fear, all those many thousands of ungodly fears. We have a holy, holy fear of you, King Jesus. Your eyes are red with wine, and your eyes are also as a flame of fire. Ooh! And the enemy shall be destroyed at the brightness of his coming, as is written Second Thessalonians 2.8. And Jesus is coming very, very soon. Only Father God knows when he's coming. No, the guy used to run family radio. He thought he could guess it, but he was wrong. So, Father God, only Jesus knows. Could not, no, I mean, excuse me. Only Father God knows when Jesus is coming because he's going to say, Son, go get your bride. So we're getting our wedding dress ready, aren't I? All, yeah, this is not a sexual confusion thing. We're all part of the bride of Christ. What does that mean? That means we're part of him because he says he made a, a man and woman one body. So we're the one body of Christ. It doesn't matter. Cut up a This is the spiritual thing in Jesus' name, not a natural sexual thing. Put up with that. And we bind every spirit of confusion on the Christians that think angels can have sex with women. We bind every one of those spirits. There's some sincere Christians who really believe that thing from Genesis 6. Father, and we thank you for Pat Holiday having insight on that. We ask you to deliver all those sincere Christians that have been led astray by, by uh, false teachers or teachers that have 80% or 99% truth of their offer at one point. Father, we ask you to deliver us from every spirit of confusion, Father God, and all, the, all those different little voices online that may not be the voices you want us to listen to. You said, my sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me in the voice of a stranger that will not heed. Help us all and all those children, Father God, to turn away from the tarot cards and the nonsense and the astrology and all the perverse recommendations from the CDC, Father God. Give them a hunger and a thirst for righteousness. Draw them, draw them with your loving kindness, Father God, just like you said in Jeremiah. You've drawn us with your loving kindness because you said, I've loved you with an everlasting love. What is that loving kindness that Jesus hung on the tree? For you and me and every human being creating his image, even those people at the IRS and the CDC and all those other three-letter agencies and the FBI that may not always have the best interest of the United States citizens at heart, those people actually work here and live here, not just those that were instantly brought in, brought in by the wonderful uh, selected government from, from the botched uh, nonsense in Afghanistan. Father, we ask you to deliver those in harm's way, Father God, in Jesus' name. We thank you for being a wall of fire around about and the glory of the all those that are will be members of the body Taking all your honors and perpetuating down our places in Christ Jesus. He commands the for the flow of power communication. down there in second heaven, push me deep to all those who've been for. For all their children, all their children, all their children, every believer, doing in your uncle. We give you praise, Lord. We thank you for hearing the prayers of your saints, Father God. We thank you for the wonderful work. We thank you for the work that is in our little time there. It when it gets dark out,